everybody. So excited to have you here. On this one, we're going to have Coach Bart K, the one and only. He's super based. He's the lifestyle coach. If you want to work with him, there's a link in the description of this episode. He has been helping his clients get in the best shape of their lives and also attacking things from a hormonal perspective, giving you natural vitality. He's boosted his testosterone to over 900 nanograms per deciliter. He is the man, and I'm so excited to hear, so let's get into it. If you're happy, I'm happy. Let's do it, man. You look great. How you doing, Bart? Finally. Yeah, all good, man. Finally, we get to have a little discussion, yeah, a little man. chat. So long we've been uh, in each other's DMs and, and supporting each other, but our first chat, dude. Yeah, it feels good, man. It's uh, it's always different chatting to someone yeah. IRL versus just in the Instagram DMs, so <laughs> I'm excited for this one. Exactly, man. Where are you now? Because you're traveling all the time. Last time you were in, you were in Spain about a few weeks ago. Are you still there? Yeah, no, two weeks ago I was in Gran Canaria, that's in the Canary Islands. Right now I'm back home in Ireland, temporarily, so I'm in the land of the green and cows and the Irish countryside. Yeah. It's pretty boring here, so I won't be here long, but I mean, can't complain. You guys have the best raw milk, raw dairy, all that, right? The best thing about this place, honestly, the food quality is unmatched compared to anywhere else in the world. Like the meat, obviously, like you said, the dairy, everything is incredible. So, so yeah, and air quality, the weather right now is, uh, but you can still kind of get out in nature. I hiked the tallest mountain in Ireland yesterday nice. on a whim. So, so yeah. Getting after it, man. I go out of my way here to get a uh, Kerrygold butter, which is from Ireland. It's this like- Of course, super, yeah. It's so good, man. It tastes so different. Fun. Fun fact for you, right? Yeah. I don't know if this is TMI and doxing myself, but my dad works for Kerry, so he's involved in the production of Let's that go. butter. So Let's yeah, he, my dad gets you your butter. Fun Let's fact. Let's go. Everyone buy Kerry Gold. Everybody, <laughs> listen to this. Let's go. Uh, it's good, good stuff. Dude, so how'd you get into this whole sphere of eating whole, clean foods and realizing that you really do need to go out of your way to make sure there's no microplastics or soy or any of these hormone disruptors in our food. Second follow-up question to that, do you think that stuff is put in our food by design to keep us, like, to keep our vitality down? Okay, do you mind if I go on a little whim here? Because I, I can't... I need it. <laughs> I cannot start with the nutrition side of things because yeah. that's not where I started myself personally. Okay. So I'll just give the whole Let's hear grandiose backstory Okay, so my name is Bart. I go by Coach Bart K online. I'm 21 at the moment. I do men's online lifestyle coaching and I chase and pursue holistic health for all my clients. Holistic health is essentially an all angles approach to health because it's all interconnected. That is your physical health, mental health, nutrition side of things, da 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 da, -da. all of that. It all works together symbiotically in harmony. So, how did I come across this? So, I did two and a half years of uni. I did two and a half years of engineering. Um, when I started uni, I started DJing. So you can kind of guess what that means. I started DJing more and more. So that turned into a lot of partying, a lot of drinking, drugs and girls, um, eating out. Obviously, I wasn't working out. I didn't care for my health whatsoever. I was just there, you know, YOLO, live in the moment. Yep. Like, 
trying to just have the best night out every night. And then lockdown came about. Um, so I was in flats in, in my uni, in uni halls, student accommodation. Then I got sent home, as did everyone, back into the Irish countryside where I'm at currently. So that meant going from DJ, party boy lifestyle to Irish countryside the next day for almost a year, you know. So I pretty much don't know anywhere. Like there's more cows here than people where I live. No way. So social life was gone. You know, there's nothing to do. Gyms are closed. Like can't do nothing. Then kind of sit with your own thoughts and think. So that's when I kind of started out and partying and showed that, but I knew that I hadn't really found like a solid purpose and I was just wasting my time. So yeah, uh, that got me into the gym first and foremost, obviously started experimenting as does everyone searching up YouTube videos, you know, what's the best way to work out? What's the best way to train went from, you know, calisthenics in my local park to eventually buying a pull-up bar in my backyard and to eventually buying a full home gym that I used during all of lockdown and all of that stuff, um, you know, researching diff and I finally found something that worked. I was seeing progress, but it wasn't really all the way there. So I kind of figured that, hey, nutrition. Okay, yeah, so I grew up in an Eastern European household where the diet is pretty good by the standards. So it's just meat meat and eggs and potatoes, all of that stuff. But then when I went to uni, as I said, I wrote off my diet. It was pizza and kebabs and ice cream and all like sweets and junk and whatever, whatever. So then once I had training covered, I started looking into nutrition. And I went through every single fad diet as well. There is out there from standard gym bro, you know, broccoli and rice and chicken. Spent a while on that. Got like good progress and good gains, but I didn't really feel all the way up there in my head. Um, Then I went on to the Greg Doucette diet. I'm not sure if you know what that is. I've heard of him, but not just like low calorie, right? Low calorie, everything. So you're just pumping yourself full of artificial sweeteners and all these leafy greens and you're just volume eating and you stay away from animal fat because it's too high in calories you can't eat butter like you replace every natural product with a synthetic and artificial version of it that is lower calories so that absolutely destroyed me like i leaned out i was super lean like shredded to the bone but I had ED, like problems, you know, down there. I had the worst brain fog ever. I was super restrictive at my eating, which spiraled into so many issues. I can't even begin. Like I was just an absolute mess. And then I stumbled across a few Instagram accounts. Uh, obviously, the legends like Solbra, yeah. um, Primal Thrive, now one of my good friends. And I saw these guys preaching about, you know, eat animal products, eat butter by the spoonful, honey and steak and mince and potatoes. And, you know, I saw them eating all this food and they're all jacked and healthy and, you know, handsome men, no homo. So I was like, hey, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't be listening to the guy that's on steroids. Maybe I should be listening to the guys that are natty eating this food and look good. So that's when I kind of started to piece things bit by bit. And I remember like, you know, the early days of me finally eating red meat again, I just felt amazing, like incredible, just this burst of energy. And just, you just feel like you can do anything. It's like, 
the Limitless pill. Have you watched Limitless? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and see that that stuff, so you can just feel like a god. Um, but yeah, I started to experiment, and then obviously, even with that, there was a lot of issues at hand because, say, I started eating like more natural whole foods, but natural whole foods also meant I was eating a lot of vegetables and nuts and sometimes grains because it's natural, it's single ingredient. So then, you know, even more study, even more research, uh, read a couple of great books, uh, read into the works of Ray Peep, for example, also Catherine Shanahan that wrote Deep Nutrition had a profound impact on the way I eat now. And now I'd like to think that I have the diet fully nailed. So now just remind me what your original question was, because that was a long tangent, but I feel like I had to get it no, out. That's great. That's actually much needed because uh, I was going to go into like, if you think they are naturally or by design putting microplastics in and hormone disrupting things in our food, or is that just the easiest way to do industrial agriculture is to just put all this glyphosate and all this stuff in their food like do you think it's by design or no uh sorry really obviously gonna go somewhere else but youtube because this is what gets uh (laughs) but anyways uh my stance on this is that it's done on purpose like i I think it was in deep nutrition um that dr catherine shanahan um she talks a lot about how seed oils are toxic which is a fact yeah and there was something like she had a meeting with the president of the Culinary Institute of America, which is, you know, the body that pretty much governs food in America. She had a meeting with him and they spoke about seed oils and canola oil. And if it's, you know, so heart healthy, like why does it go through so many processes and why is it oxidized and bleached and deodorized all of this? And he said something like, to feed the masses, you know, so mm. I feel like it's everything is kind of done on purpose. When you look into things like Monsanto and how they came up with, you know, Roundup and, and glyphosate and all of that, like it was all done for a specific reason. And wait, can I ask you, where where are you now at the moment? Where I'm you in living? like Virginia, so 20 minutes outside Washington, oh, yeah. D.C. Yeah. So you're in America. So unfortunately for you, you already know America is the country oh that's felt yeah. it the worst. Like your food is literally poison. Yeah. I'm sorry now, but dude, it, it never fails to surprise me. Like a couple of guys in my DMs from America here and there, and like literally the same product I have here, they'll send me a picture of in America, say like the ingredient label. And over here, it's like safety, healthy, nutritious. Over there, it's like poison, straight uh, poison. Like straight poison. So it's terrible. I, I feel for you. Yeah, it's straight poison or watered down. I was in Spain working out with one of my friends and he has chickens. He has a chicken coop and a chicken run behind his, his yard. And I was like, oh, we got, we can, I can show you the best post-workout in the world. He's like, what is that? So after we work out, I go over and he hands us some of our, his eggs and I'm like, watch this. And you just plop one. And it's just <laughs> rich orange, dude. It's a real egg. And then you can crunch mm-hmm. it on the shell for that calcium. But it's it's amazing how different the same food even like the egg is house watered down like nutrition depleted over here but over there it's just such a rich egg and it's the talk to me about eggs man because i know you're part of the slonk society as well and (laughs) you know it's crazy the more eggs i eat the better i feel like direct correlation Uh 
Dude, uh, just yesterday I picked up 150 from a local farmer here. <laughs> I've had to make friends with the local farmers because I see what's going on in America. I don't know if you saw a couple of days ago Hillside burnt down I saw mysteriously. Yeah, what is that? What yeah, is, what's going so, on? Uh, well, it was the biggest, I believe, manufacturer of eggs or like the largest processing facility in the country in the US, I guess. and. Somehow, mysteriously, it burnt down overnight. What caused a, we don't know, it burnt down, sorry guys. And it's crazy because I believe it's something like since either 2016 or 2019, 190 farms have mysteriously burnt down in the US. Whereas everywhere across the world, <laughs> you can't even compare, like even in countries like Australia where wildfires are super, super common, mm -hmm. You can't even compare the numbers so yeah it's crazy but yeah i'm reached out to local farmer a couple of weeks back i'm now getting my eggs locally the more i eat the better i feel did 15 yesterday did 16 today and i mean most doctors on the planet would have you believe that if you eat 16 eggs at once you're going to die instantly of cholesterol <laughs> here i am healthy and tan and lifting big weights so living proof that you know eggs are a real superfood Yes, they are, man. It's true superfood. Have you heard of Vince Garanda? Of course, yeah, of man. course. That's where I'm kind of getting these ideas from. You yeah. know, he's like one of the all-time greats of the golden era, obviously. And yeah. yeah, but have you heard of how he came up with that diet? The diet that is 36, 36. eggs a day. I don't know how he got there, no. So there was a study, I think it was the in 1970s, maybe 1980s, and it was a diet to reverse the damage done to burns victims so you know people that fucking got just destroyed by fire or whatever right. and the diet was 35 raw eggs a day and you know that somehow helped them heal and rebuild and you know rejuvenated their bodies to the point that they were able to live their lives again after suffering severe burns wow. so vince Garanda, i'm guessing took that and was like hey well I'm not a burn victim, so what happens if I eat this? And he must have just seen great results. And yeah. I mean, it speaks for itself, like world-class physique. So yeah, it really does, man. And yeah, the egg, it it's so simple yet, like you said, there's a bad connotation that comes with cholesterol. But then I was reading the Carnivore Code by uh, Paul Saladino. He's the carnivore, mm. and he's saying, think about it, like the arteries are like sticky walls, right? And basically, cholesterol goes in as a good agent. Say you eat a lot of inflammatory sugars, it's gonna create like a tear or some kind of like clot there. And the cholesterol is supposed to go like firemen and it's supposed to like take care of it. But if you're constantly eating inflammatory sugars and the, the cholesterol goes in to fill it up, it's gonna eventually like plaque up. But you can't blame the fire on the firemen. The firemen are there to clear it up. So the cholesterol mm -hmm. is there, it's on site, yeah, but you gotta look at the root cause of the problem, which is the inflammation. If you stop eating these inflammatory foods and sugars and stuff, and you just pump yourself up with good, healthy cholesterol, LDL is not a bad cholesterol, that's just a bad connotation we have nowadays, you'll just really mm -hmm. get so much vital because your brain is just all fat and, and, uh, mm -hmm. and electrolytes. You just eat a lot of fat foods, it doesn't translate into fat on your body. It's, it's such a 
so rare in nature to find fats. That's why it's so valuable. Think of it, the fattest animals you can think of, like a bear or like a whale or mammoth. Like they have so much fat on them, but you have to work your ass off to get it, and it's so rare to get. <laughs> I just I just think it's crazy how how villainized fat is, dude. <laughs> Mm, and you know it's there was a study done on cholesterol and it was something crazy like it was three top whatever some american university uh researchers scientists nutritionists whatever and so how do i put this so initially the study that they did that cholesterol is bad for us that was initially done on processed sugars so all the work that we've heard about cholesterol being bad and cholesterol clogging arteries, just like you said, it was initially done on sugar. Boom. And I believe in the early or mid 2000s, those scientists came out when they were old men and they said, hey, yeah, we were paid off. This was all done on processed sugars, not saturated fats. And why is that, you may ask? Because like the government can't really make money on saturated fats unless they tax the shit out of farmers whereas processed sugars or you know the likes of polyunsaturated fats like you know these seed oils and mm. all this artificial stuff that's so much easier to manufacture right so much easier to commercialize so much easier to pump out into the masses you know like compared to these saturated fats animal fats that's all localized and from local farmers mm -hmm. So yeah, it makes you think. It makes you think, makes man. You think. And yeah, you got to you have to raise the animal. This is a living creature. You got to raise it till a certain age. Whereas grains mm. and all these like processed sugars and like Mr. Kellogg himself like explicitly said, he wants people because I think he was a Seventh Day Adventist or something like that, and he he wanted to like bring down vitality basically he said people were being libido exactly. from what i heard yeah he, he was like people are being too sexually like active and whatever the population um which is a fallacy by the way the population increase is actually we we're, we're going to suffer a population decline soon actually but he was just like so afraid of that he knew that like grains could like really disrupt someone's hormonal imbalances and libido and so there's some evil play at work man <laughs> mm, evil play but as well as that you know, a lot of people are still in the belief that whatever comes out the TV or the government's mouth has to be the truth and the fact. You know, why would they lie to us? Oh, yeah. Why would they not want the best for us or our citizens? But the longer, like, the older I grow, the more stuff I see going on that's just not right. And you really have to think for yourself. Really? Like, conspiracy theorist has very quickly turned into conspiracy realist because... <laughs> Nowadays, I don't know, there's just so many things that don't add up yeah. that you have to think for yourself or you're just going to get lost in the sauce, be one of the sheep, yeah. as grim as that sounds. Yeah. But that's what guys like us are here for. Yeah, man. You so, know, yeah. hopefully, hopefully wake up the masses. Yeah. Slowly, surely. <laughs> so tell me about this biohacking because that's what basically you have to do. You have to do self-experimentation, see what works for you because everyone is different. Yeah, but there are like some foundations that everyone like body is a, still a homo sapiens sapien body so like seed oils is not supposed to be in there but there are some mm -hmm. like unique things um and and everyone reacts differently so biohacking became this huge thing i see you're wearing blue light blocking glasses right of course man of course after dark so i have oh. the salt lamp and the blue light blocking glasses so what does that do for why uh, uh well all of this light that we're surrounded with, this MacBook that I have in front of me, this phone that I have right here, it's all artificial blue light. 
um, artificial blue light has been linked to just zapping ourselves, zapping us out of our circadian rhythm. And once the body is out of circadian rhythm, leads to multiple issues like storing unwanted fat, um, depression, anxiety. And once your sleep falls, I mean, I'm sure you know what it's like. Everything else just dips down as well. You don't have as much energy. You don't have as much cognitive ability. You can't do as much. So yeah, trying to minimize this artificial light. And on the flip side, trying to increase the amount of natural light I see. So first thing I do when I wake up with the sunrise is go stand outside. Rain or shine, overcast or sunny, you just stand outside. You just look, even at the clouds, get as much natural light into your eyes as possible. Absorb all of those photons. And yeah, like if you think about it, this fake light, it's only been around what I don't want to be wrong 50 60 70 years like yeah. so you know anything that's like super new that hasn't been around for the 10,000 years we've been around we really have to be careful you know yeah. like there is no yeah. long-term studies or like really good solid scientific evidence you know backing that oh yeah this this light is bad for us or whatever but you know, if you start experimenting yourself, uh, you very quickly realize that perhaps viewing a screen all day isn't the best way to go about things. So yeah, limit blue light, get blue light blockers. Uh, these are RA Optics, one of the best on the market in my opinion. And yeah, just use natural light like a salt lamp or candles after dusk, ideally. Ideally, I wouldn't be using a MacBook either, but <laughs> doing a podcast, so it is what it is. Good, man. But Appreciate yeah, that. yeah. And there's also, I, in your bio, you would talk about vitality the natural way. So in terms of hormones, yeah, losing sleep and having blue light affects your circadian rhythm, which affects your sleep and affects your hormones, but what are some natural supplements you've been introduced to that, that you've been doing with that helps with your testosterone for instance i literally just posted a post on testosterone so yeah. this is fresh in my mind I don't know if you saw that yeah, yeah. but natural supplements so supplement uh, uh the supplements i'll leave for last right? right um supplements people see that as pills and powders whatever so that's last yeah supplements to promote testosterone number one weight and resistance training, weightlifting, lifting weights heavy, consistently, repetitively, getting a nice pump, getting a nice sweat on. That's, I think, the best thing you can do out of all to increase your testosterone because to build muscle, you need testosterone. Once you lift weights, there's going to be a direct testosterone response in response to the weight training that you do. So to engage as many muscles as possible, focus on big combat movements, that engage many muscle groups as once. So that's things like squats, deadlifts, pull-ups, presses, overhead press, chest presses, dips, yeah. even push-ups, just the more muscle you use, the better. And once you're recovering, that's going to have a testosterone response because your muscle is going to break down and then your body is gonna build it back up. So I would say that is a key pillar for anyone wanting to increase their testosterone, as well as to start, like just vitality, like, I feel like forgetting the obvious physical benefits, the gym has so many mental benefits. People don't even realize like you sacrifice that one hour in the gym, right? But from that you gain like discipline, more self-confidence, like you feel better, obviously. So you like, you look better. Mm -hmm. 
So you just feel better about yourself. And then that discipline translates into the things like business or your relationships, like just so many different things. So yeah, gym, gym is key. Or if you don't have a gym, you know, working out, I did home workouts for a long yeah. time. It got me in shape. Calisthenics as well, not writing that off, obviously. Or whatever your sport of choice is really, I mean, some people sprint, some people row boats. You just gotta be physically active. Yeah. Um, spec second pillar, is obviously nutrition, like we spoke about. You have to provide your body with the right fuel. Like food is a language, like it's information that we're putting into ourselves and the body responds to that language, to that information. And depending on what you put in, it's going to produce a different outcome. So for example, when I was eating pizzas and ice cream and you know, all these sugars and all this processed junk in uni, I looked like a blob, you know? <laughs> I looked like what you imagined me to look like. And now that I'm providing my body with the adequate nutrition that it needs, eating in accordance with my biology and eating with a purpose, you know, a lot of red meat, a lot of raw dairy, a lot of milk, a lot of butter, a lot of cheese, fruit, raw honey, all of that. I look much better, I feel much better, I perform much better. My head is clear. I've unlimited energy throughout the day. Um, and testosterone is higher, obviously. Third pillar, I would say sleep. Yeah. Number three, yeah. sleep. You have to optimize your sleep. Sleep is when you recover. You need sleep. I used to be one of those guys, obviously, as a DJ. I was like, you know, oh, don't need no sleep. I'm going to stay up all night, you know. But I was literally like a zombie the next day. And for, for days after as well, you know, you cannot perform your best when you're not well rested. Right. So it took a long time for me to get my circadian rhythm back, fall asleep, ideally with the sun, wake up with the sun again. But depending on where you are, it's not really possible, especially here in Ireland. I mean, well, it's 6 p.m. and it's dark outside now, so <laughs> not going to be going to sleep at 6 p.m. Not quite. Um, but yeah, sleep tips optimize your sleep uh sun in the morning limit blue light like we spoke about blue light glasses switch off the phone read a book stop scrolling you don't need it relax before bed meditate do some yoga do some breath work throw on a meditation on youtube put your phone in the corner before you're going to bed try to turn off all the electricity in your room so on the switch just tap it off if you can like in ireland Phone in airplane mode, electronics ideally at the room, blackout curtains or wear a sleeping mask. Uh, something I like to use as well, even though I live in the Irish countryside where it's silent, I like to use earplugs just in case there's some sort of whatever act yeah. of God outside. And it just so <laughs> happens to wake me up in the middle of the night that prevents that from happening. Magnesium, both orally in the form of biglycinate is fantastic for sleep. Uh, biglycinate aids your muscles to relax. There's also magnesium L-theranate, I believe that's how you pronounce it. And that's the magnesium that pierces through the blood brain barrier, relaxes your brain, goes all up in there. So that's good as well. Nice. I personally like to use a magnesium chloride spray as well. My I don't know if you can see it, up there, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little glass, a little bottle, yeah. So I don't know if you've ever used magnesium chloride spray. No, where do you spray it? In the water? Uh, so it, magnesium chloride flakes, right? You can get those dirt cheap anywhere in probably your local organic shop or on Amazon. You can get like five kilo 
for probably 15 bucks like what? but it makes such a huge difference i take the magnesium chloride flakes and i go one to one with that and almost boiling water so what you do is you get the flakes literally in that glass thing pour water in one to one ratio and it makes this lovely magnesium oil you've definitely seen magnesium oil yeah. in the shops yeah so that's super overpriced this is a huge pro tip by the way um so yeah, make your own, um, and then before bed, I like to spray it all over my body. Ideally, on the back of the neck, so that it goes up straight to the brain, but it has this incredible relaxing effect. And when I put it on, I'm just ready to melt into my bed. <laughs> just to touch on the power of that as well, um, my mom suffers some back issues and back problems with her spine, and she complained about her spine for years. I put her on magnesium oil, she uses it morning and night and now that's disappeared let's go so nice powerful powerful stuff you know super easy super cheap to make powerful stuff so yeah that's that's one for you to try yeah man <laughs> i'm gonna try that one i also haven't tried sheila jeet yet and i know you talk a big deal oh, sheila jeet. dude what like do you drink do you drink coffee i don't really know i mean every now and then like once a month or something but wow okay <laughs> Whoa. Okay. So I'll have two espressos a day, but yeah, each yeah. to their own. So yeah, my first espresso is always with the Shilajit. Second one is without. That first espresso just quirks me up for the day, dude. Shilajit. It's this black gooey tire that comes out of the Altai Mountains in Russia or the Himalayas. And it's made through like thousands and thousands of years of compression of like this organic material, like, you know, dead little crickets and whatever the, whatever the hell and dead animals <laughs> and all this soil and rock composted. It's literally like a black tire. Um, it's really high in trace mineral, trace minerals and fulvic acid. I believe it is something like 80 trace minerals. And then fulvic acid is a really, really powerful uh, antioxidant. So there's studies showing a direct increase in testosterone from Shilajit. Mm. Um, it's also really powerful at detoxing heavy metals, which is super important nowadays, like more than ever before. Yeah. Um, helps with oxidative stress from things like Wi-Fi. I mean, Wi-Fi, my phone is Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, it's one of the only supplements I bring with my uh, with, in my luggage when I'm traveling as well. Like, I absolutely love it. I'm teamed up with Pure Himalayan Shilajit, and I trust those guys. They release, like, third-party lab tests every so often, so, you know, you're getting the right products. But, yeah, dude, if you haven't tried, honestly, I feel like you'd feel the difference instantly. Yeah, man, I trust you with it. I see, I see a lot of people speak a great deal about it, that it's awesome. Uh, yeah, dude, send me the link. I'm going to put it in the description of this episode so people can find it. Here. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, uh, touched on heavy metals there and detoxing heavy metals. Yeah. I want to expand yeah. a little on that. I heard an interesting protocol recently um, from another guy on Instagram, and he swears by taking a high dose of Shilajit and then sitting in the sauna for a really long time. I know you like the sauna a lot yeah. as well. Um, but apparently the Shilajit before the sauna has just like this incredible effect of helping you detox heavy metals even more so than usual. So that's what I'm trying this evening. I like to go to the sauna in the evening. So, yeah. 
I'll report back yeah, with results. Report back and bring a white towel so you can see and all the gunk that comes out. Because that sounds pretty similar to another heavy metal detox I did. A nice and flush I did. A floosh. Oh, yes. Mm, you take love, that? love that. Have you done it? <laughs> yeah, multiple times. Yeah. I have heard recently that it's not really optimal. But, dude, I used to do it frequently i'm talking yeah. once a week probably oh, like man. super high dose i'd go to the gym like glowing red and <laughs> i used to love the feeling dude uh, i remember one day when i was living in london just last year um i gave my girlfriend at the time it was 300 milligrams uh -huh. so dude i used to do like 800 milligrams maybe even a gram that's like what insane doses but i gave her 300 because um, she had a cold and I thought it would kind of like give her more energy or whatever. She started flushing so bad she started crying. <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's not for everyone. Not for everyone, definitely. <laughs> but it worked for me. Uh, Bart, you dog. <laughs> so, yeah. I, uh, I took 500. Yeah, I took 500 milligrams. And okay. yeah, dude, instant red flush. And it's basically activating your histamines. Like, it, it is an allergic reaction. It's just like itchy and red everywhere. But, uh, mm. yeah, immediately I start working out, so I start sweating it out, and then I go to the sauna to finish it off to start keep sweating it out. And I brought a white towel with me, and I'm just wiping. And, yeah, it's dirty from sweat, but it also, like, I heard that you can see some of the heavy metals come out in your sweat. So it was, like, kind of like a gray, brown-gray that would just come out. It was nasty, dude. That's, yeah, that's wild. I've never even thought of that. Yeah, so man. I might try that just to... See what type of nasty thing comes out of me. Yeah. I mean, that's super yeah. interesting. Yeah. This reminds <laughs> me of a joke that uh, I just heard that, you know, the difference between uh, men and women is that when women say, hey, smell this, it, it typically smells good. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> so, no, no need to finish that joke. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, like, that towel, dude, you're ever just wiping all their nasty shit on them, dude, and it's, I'll just tell you right now, it smells terrible. It probably is, like, heavy metals. Can't imagine. Can't imagine. And there's so much stuff that we need to detox nowadays. I feel like sauna is more important than ever. Mm -hmm. I just started a new protocol as well recently. There's another dude that claims that we all have coleostasis. I don't know if you know what that what is. is. That? No. It's impaired function of the liver mm. from mm. heavy metals and oxidative stress. However, also things like too many organs in the diet, which I found super interesting. I don't know if you eat many organs. I eat a lot of liver and heart. Liver and heart. So, like, just out of curiosity, how often would you eat liver and how much? Uh, I'd eat about a pound of liver every two weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah fair enough. That, yeah. But, right, just to touch on why I think this does make sense when you get a cow right when you kill it it's something like a 20 to 30 to 1 ratio of muscle meat to organs mm -hmm. so you get 20 to 30 pounds of muscle meat for every one pound of organs right and then you have all these people out here claiming you need to eat liver with breakfast lunch and dinner and you gotta eat heart and beef testicle and all of this <laughs> like that is super not natural when you think about it. I know it's a super potent source mm -hmm. of nutrient vitamins, but it's something that's really been on my mind recently. Like, if it isn't as abundant in nature, why would you 
eat as much of it you know it, it just kind of yeah. doesn't make sense and what we're trying to follow is obviously the ancestral diet the primal diet so when tribes like say the hadza out in the amazon i believe or, or, or africa or yeah. sorry um, african um when they kill whatever and take its liver you know everyone in the tribe gets a tiny little chunk of the liver they don't eat a liver to themselves so yeah uh went on a little tangent there yeah, why so i started this new protocol is because i used to eat a lot of organs and it got me thinking so yeah a uh, lot of evidence that we all might just have coleostasis i started taking this supplement called tutka okay. t-u-d-c-a not entirely sure what it stands for but it is uh like bile salts and it's meant to help the liver function correctly so yeah i'm gonna report back with that yeah. and the results as yeah. well i've taken it for two days and take it at night 500 milligrams and yesterday and today morning i woke up and not to be nasty but a lot of stuff came out said wi-fi Guessing it's me, not you. The Wi-Fi here in the countryside, dude. We don't have that 5G here yet. Nothing. <laughs> no, so no, you don't want it. No, no, not at all. Um, but yeah, uh, experimenting with detoxing my liver now, and going to see how it goes. I'm also getting my blood work done in the next two weeks, so I'll be able to post on that. See how my levels are looking. So, are we back? And we back. So you're getting blood? Oh, dude. It's all good. You're getting blood work? Yeah, getting blood They don't want us to talk about your blood work. <laughs> dude, well, yeah, getting blood work done. I'm going to be interested to see all my levels. I haven't had blood work done since I was traveling in about two years. Um, and it's surprisingly difficult to get blood work done now, especially in Ireland. Like, you'd be surprised. I remember the first time I did it years and years ago, I went to the doctor. I was like, hey, man. I want to get my blood done, you know, I want to know my testosterone level and how my cholesterol levels are looking. And he's like, why? <laughs> why? Like, you're, you're young and you're young and fit and healthy. Why, why do you want to know? I was like, listen, man, like, can you do it or no? Yeah. He was like, yeah, I mean, I can, but like, why do you want to know? So it's almost like, you know, they, it, it, it doesn't go for the root cause of anything. Like, it's not preventative from the cause. It just tries to find like temporary solutions for problems that are caused by perhaps you're eating this, which is giving you an allergic reaction, or you're living in a house that has asbestos, or this and that, or the air quality is bad, therefore it's making you cough. It's gonna, they're, they're gonna say, oh, here, take this pill, it's gonna help you stop coughing. You know, and the cough is gonna just come back, but stronger. So yeah, one to ponder on. Yeah, no, it's definitely much harder to get your blood work for some reason when you're healthy, or at least it's met with a lot of skepticism, because I definitely, like, I had to fight for my blood work too and it's uh I, had, I was talking to one of my friends about this and he was like yeah man let me just put on my speed seat belt after the car crash you know <laughs> like what's wrong with you guys yeah 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 um i had a couple of clients as well come to me saying uh there was one in the netherlands he told me he went to his like like gp i guess like the the public doctor tried to get his blood work done fully got rejected and refused got told no you cannot get your bloods done so he had to go through a private doctor which uh costs a lot of money but how insane is that that's insane how i found that insane how your doctor that's meant to be looking out for you you know there for you supporting your health 
won't even let you know what your blood work looks like. Like when the technology is readily available, it takes five seconds. They prick your prick yeah. your finger or whatever. You know, like come on. So yeah, it, yeah. It, it's a shame. But start like, looking out for your own health. Exactly. You, you gotta. If you're listening to this, you gotta get your blood work done. Get your base levels and just understand. Even if you're feeling really bad, the first blood work I ever got was when I was feeling pretty bad, and, and when I was in Hawaii. I was working East Coast time because my uh, client was still East Coast, but I was six hours back. So every day I was waking up at three in the morning and just working. So I was my sleep was so bad and my hormones were just shot. And so I was like, I feel so bad. Let me check out my blood work. That was a battle, but I'm glad I got it because like my my T was so low and all these things were like, yeah, it was bad. But then I got another blood work recently, like a few months ago, and it's it's everything's not just fine but it's like great high tea because i'm learning from guys like you and stuff things to biohack and like get better so you got to get your blood work. do you do you remember your do you remember your first reading i didn't i didn't of have the tea? total i had the free my free my free test was ridiculous 1.1 nanograms per deciliter and now it's 24 oh my goodness yeah my free is 24 <laughs> and then my total tea now is it's in, it's in the 900s. It's 900-something. I actually wrote it down. 919. 919. <laughs> 19. Wow. Okay. So the first ever reading I got, I believe this was like maybe 2019. This is when I was on that Jimbro diet. Yeah. Um, and, or no, actually, I think diet era uh, when I had ED and all sorts of brain fog and issues like that. I was at 334 okay. total testosterone, right? 334. And then I tested, like I said, about a year ago, maybe a year, a couple months ago, and it was 926. Let's so go. that was about a year's difference of implementing, you know, just eating better and all of this biohacking stuff, like limiting blue light and getting more sun and sun in my balls and all this stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, there you go. Like the proof is in the pudding. Mm -hmm. Stuff works. What? That's almost a 3X. Like that's insane. And that's crazy. It's a it's a three X in testosterone, but I feel 300 times better than I did. So, yeah, you know, yeah. If you want to get results, you gotta, I, it might sound controversial, but you gotta start listening to people who look healthy. It's, it seems like common sense. Like you can get results mm. from people who have the results already and ask them what they're doing. Mm. You know, cause a lot of like seed oil enjoyers, they don't look particularly healthy. <laughs> no. And like, health and fitness i think it's one of the most controversial niches out there as well when you truly look into it a lot of the guys are pumped up full of steroids yeah. telling you oh just eat chicken breast and broccoli and rice and you know that's why it doesn't work for you because you're not taking the yeah. the injections you're not taking the trend like yeah. that's a big thing i had to go through in my head you know like okay greg Doucette is saying to eat 500 grams of spinach every day and just dry chicken breast but dude like he's pumped on so much stuff yeah that he can eat whatever he wants he could fast for two weeks and still gain more mass than you like eating all this stuff you know so yeah when you're trying to go down the natty way it's a lot different um and that's where guys like us come in yeah you know the, the likes of solbra uh, my head is a bit blank right yeah, now, but I, mean, I think he's a good example. And and guys like Brian Johnson, the Liver King, you know, the natty like ideal. That's that's the kind of guy we want to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Dude. Dude, you know what I saw recently, uh, two or three days ago? What? Him on his story saying that he's doing quite bad, which that's a big downside to turning away from natty life. You know, that's the trade-off. When you come off of that stuff, all of a sudden you're depressed now, you know? So it's oh, crazy. Right? I feel for the guy. I didn't know it had like um like psychological effects coming off of that stuff. Dude, like th- think like every morning you're waking up, you look in the mirror, you're juicy, like you're built, you know, you it becomes your whole life, your whole personality, just yeah. this outer body. You stop focusing on what's in here and all you focus on is the external, what's out here. And then you know, you come off this stuff. You stop looking like a, a Barbie or a movie star or whatever. Uh, you know, it, I feel like it feel really, really takes a toll. Um, I knew someone personally that was on gear as well. And he used to compete here in Ireland. Uh, old guy, about 50, like I'm 21. Um, but yeah, he used to compete, used to win a lot of the Olympiads here in Ireland. Used to, you know, get first, second, third place all the time. And he came off the stuff to have a son. And he turned out infertile. Couldn't even have a son, but he decided to stay off of the stuff. And then he fell into severe depression mm-hmm. and, you know, just started losing size. And with losing his size, he lost his mind. So just so much stuff happened. He divorced his wife. He moved away from the country, you know, all of this stuff. And that's just because of gear, like yeah. steroids to look better. So I really don't think it's worth it. For anyone listening, come on, dude. Yeah. Like, Take your take your creatine, take your shilajit, go work out. By the time you're 25, you're gonna look amazing, regardless. Like, and anyone and everyone can tell that you know you're natty or you're not natty. Like, you, you re- realistically can't hide it. Like, right. there's a couple of guys that look half natty, but you know, there's a couple of genetic freaks out there. But I think natty is is the way to go. Yeah, Natty's totally the way to go. There's all that dark side to it, but also you can tell, and you want to be able to be functional too. You don't want to be like this mass that can't even do anything. And you're doing flips and handstands and stuff like that's that's part of living is being able to like use your body and and express. And also, unfortunately, it can affect your fertility, dude. That that is something that think outside yourself, guy. You know, like you're affecting your children. Wouldn't, wouldn't you be so heartbroken, you oh, know, yeah. if you're like, okay, you look so good on stage, but it comes time to have a son with your wife and, oh, you can't, like, just probably the worst feeling I can imagine in the world. Yeah. Like, not being able to have a son or daughter or kids, for that matter, but yeah. Particularly because it's self-imposed, man, because you did it for vanity reasons or whatever reasons, but, like, you did it. Like, you, you made, mm-hmm. you went on that road, so... Ah, man. So, dude, I really appreciate the call. And I know that you're helping others transform into better versions of themselves, more vital versions of themselves. How can people reach you if they want to maybe get a consultation or something like that? Yeah. So my Instagram is Coach Bart K. Coach Bart K. Reach out to me there. Shoot me a DM. And yeah, that's that's where I'm active the most. I also have a Twitter, have a YouTube, but... I prefer Instagram. Instagram is my home. So, yeah. Nice. Look forward to seeing some of you guys there. Yeah, man. It was great talking to you, man. I'm going to see you back on the content you're putting out. It's amazing. I'm going to see you back out there. 
And I might see you in Europe, dude. I'm gonna try to make it out to either Ireland or you make it out to Southern Europe. We'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure. You're more than welcome. I'll show you around. So yeah, thanks so much for the call, man. Thanks, Bart. You're the man. Yeah, all the best. Peace, brother. Thank you.